This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about the cover uh, story for the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which is all about pizza, pizza, pizza. Uh, Ann's going to share her guide to finding the best pizza in Milwaukee and her story on what is Milwaukee-style pizza and who made it first. There's also a Middle Eastern pop-up happening at Amalinda and another pop-up happening at Double Dutch this weekend. But we're going to kick it off with the announcement of Milwaukee Black Restaurant Week returns, Ann. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's the sixth year for this. It's uh, uh, put on by the organization called Blank Space MKE, founded by uh, two black women, Bridget Robinson and Symphony Swan. And it takes place beginning next week, Monday, April 12th through Sunday, April 18th. The purpose of this is bring awareness to these restaurants about social entrepreneurship and uh, garnering support of Black-owned businesses in Milwaukee. Uh, this year, there are over a dozen Black-owned restaurants featured locally in the greater Milwaukee area. And it's a celebration of culture with a goal, again, to increase social entrepreneurship and to support sustainability within the community. And I just want to just highlight some of the restaurants that you can uh, support during Black Restaurant Week. And they got the website kind of breaks it off into different categories. So like Soul Food, there's Big Daddy's Barbecue and Soul Food Restaurant, Terry Lynn's Soul Food Express, Daddy's Soul Food Grill and Mr. Perkins Family Restaurant. Uh, Then for barbecue and wings and pizza, you have the legendary Ashley's Barbecue, Buffalo Boss, Sauce and Spice MK, which both are at the uh, Sherman Phoenix. Skybox MKE, uh, which is off of MLK. And Taste of Chicago. Uh, and then they have Lunch and Cafe. You can get City Net Jazz Cafe, Rising Grind, Sam's Place Jazz Cafe, which recently just opened. Catfish Lounge, Funky Fresh Spring Rolls, which now are like everywhere. Like you can get them on like grocery store everywhere now. Everywhere. On the Bayou and Twisted Plant, which is a very popular black-owned, owned by a black couple, vegan spot in Cudahy. So those are some of the restaurants you can uh, um, support during uh, Milwaukee Black Restaurant Week. And kick it off this coming uh, Monday. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with the uh, cover story of the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which is all about pizza. Pizza, pizza. That's coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. We all know April showers bring May flowers, but vehicle donations bring more hours of your favorite programs. We accept used cars, trucks, and even RV donations running or not. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your donation. Help Radio Milwaukee grow and we'll help you get your garden started. Donate any amount this month at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate you'll be entered to win a rain barrel from MMSD and a $50 Plantland gift card. We're back. And from Milwaukee Magazine, Tariq here uh, on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast. Uh, and uh, the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine is out, and you took over this issue. I love it when you take over the issue because uh, uh, just that's, the, that's my favorite 
Milwaukee Magazine when you take over. Oh, thank you. So, but uh, tell me about this uh, this cover story, which is all about pizza. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. We were talking um, about how how long it's been since we did a, a, a story looking at the best pizzas in Milwaukee. I think the timing on this is not only really good because we haven't done the story in a really long time, but think about it, Tariq. For the last year during this pandemic, people have been doing carryout because you know restaurant dining rooms were closed. Um, what were they ordering a lot of? I feel like they've been ordering a lot of pizza. I mean, a lot of other things too, mm-hmm. yes. But pizza, come well, on, pizza's, pizza. It's like a par- perfect carryout food, right? Yes. Even before the pandem- pandemic, That's, if you think about it's it. It's true. Um, but so anyway, I think looking at what are some of the best pizza places in town is um, something that I think would really, I thought would really appeal to our readers. And I think it is appealing to them. But, you know, some people don't realize what a great pizza town Milwaukee is. Mm. And it's an amazing pizza town. So, you know, we're known for having that cracker thin saltine crust that mm-hmm. you can get at Zafiro's and Balustrari's. Um, but there's all styles of pizza that you can get here too. And they come up in the story as well. You know, um, for instance, I mentioned the new place, Egg and Flour, ENF Pizza and Pizzeria, which is new at Crossroads. Their crust is more of a medium, medium style, chewy mm-hmm. crust, um, which kind is- Kind of buttery is, too. It's very buttery. Oh, wow. It's rich. It's really, it's really spectacular. And then we have, um, we have some places in town that do wood oven fired pizzas, which are awesome too. So, um, so it definitely is a mix of these different styles of pizza. So tell me about, uh, let's talk about like a couple of the stories that are part of the, uh, the, the issue. Sure. Uh, so you have your guide to find the best pizza in Milwaukee. Tell me about that. You have like, you have your expert picks. MKE's 16 Most Delicious Pizzas. Yeah. So tell me how you go about picking these 16 pizzas, but then you created a uh, a bracket thing. So, a bracket, a yeah. tournament, a college tournament style bracket. Well, that was sort of, uh, that was part of the thinking, Our, I guess from the very beginning that we would do this so that readers could get involved too and, and they could vote on their favorite restaurants and to, you know, each you know how those those brackets work that you, you have two restaurants up against each other and um, then they kind of like one of them advances to the next round from you know week to week. I mean that's that's typically like how that that um, bracket sort of works. So we thought this would be a really great opportunity for readers to get involved. And um, but what that meant for me, Tariq, is I mean you have to have 16 for a bracket. So I had to limit it to 16 places, which was kind of difficult because... Well, you could have had two brackets like a, the final four. Sure. That's true. <laughs> okay, Tariq. Fine. <laughs> but you know what? I didn't. I didn't. I went with one. Okay. So um, it, we there is some controversy out there because um, we've been getting comments from people, you know, mentioning... Hate mail? Not hate mail, but people saying, wait a minute, my favorite place isn't in there, and my favorite place is the best. So we definitely have some pizzerias that have come up uh, that aren't in there, that that people are like, 
they're they're up in arms because their pizzeria didn't make it to the list. That's why you have two brackets. See? Well, anyway, <laughs> maybe next time, Tariq. Maybe next time. But um, it's a fun story, and <clears throat> I think it gives a lot of it gives people a lot of different entry points. So you did you like ask your staff or like the, when you mean the expert? No, pick? who was the expert? It's mine. Oh, it says like our expert picks. Like I was thinking. Well, like we always picks. kind of refer our experts. So these are your me. picks. Yep. Ah, so so who would win in your bracket? That's really difficult. That is so <laughs> difficult. It's like it's like saying you know what is your very favorite of all of these. And you just I don't want to get hate mail. That's all. You don't want hate no, mail. No, it's just it's it's so hard to pick. I have so many favorites. Who will be in your final four? How's that? Oh, geez. Well, I think Zephyros for sure. Um, maybe uh, maybe Calderon. I I struggle with this idea of um, you know which restaurant if the restaurant should be like against like. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. should it be a Milwaukee style versus another Milwaukee style? Should it be a medium thick crust? you know, against another medium thick crust? Should it be a wood oven versus a wooden, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's really, it's so difficult to, um, I think the bracket is sort of a a difficult thing for me to like rationalize in my head. But um, yeah, Zafiro's for certain, um, maybe Calderon. I mean, I love Calderon, Calderon Club, the owner of Calderon Club opened um, a wood oven pizzeria next door called San Giorgio um, pizzeria Napolitana, which is amazing pizza. I love that pizza. That's one of my favorites for sure. Um, Could it be in the final four? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I definitely have it move forward in the bracket. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, I, that's tough. Um, We've been watching some of the, um, some of the numbers and, I don't know. It's possible balustrades. Yeah, I don't know about mines. Um, I mean, I like egg and flowers, pepperoni pizza is like the bomb. Mm-hmm. But then there's transfers, garlics pizzas, garlics over pizza, which is the bomb. Then River West pizzas, Josh Malone is the bomb. Like those, I like. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends. I'm a, it depends what kind of mood kind of pizza I am. Pizza mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I don't know. I haven't had Merriman Social's pizza yet. I'm kind of curious. Like the, the pop-up they do? Right. The flower the Detroit style? Sti- yeah, the Detroit style. Oh, I have. I've had it. Yeah, what I'm saying. I've had it. I haven't had it in a while. But they've been doing Detroit style pizzas at Merriman. So it's not flower child. It's like, is it flower oh, child? Oh, it's just a different. It's not part of their, their flower child pop-up. Is it? I think it is. I don't know. But they do it at Merriman, not at. I'm, I'm at so Third Coast. Yeah. I'm getting confused. But they have the real crazy toppings, like mm-hmm. you know, like the crab rangoon pizza, which yeah. I tried to get. It was already gone. So I want to try it, but I, I keep missing out. But anyway, you also did a story about speaking of Milwaukee style pizza, you did like what is it and who made it first? Since we kind of described what is it, who made it first? There's mm-hmm. I guess there's controversy about it, right? And there's controversy bit. between Chicago and Milwaukee. Like Chicago said they committed the, the pizza. The thin that thin right? crust. Cracker style yeah. pizza. There's a story in Chicago that said they invented it first. Yeah. Well, in if you What do you say about that? I say that 
Milwaukee has its own style of pizza, and there is one pizzeria that started it back in 1945, and that is the Caradero Club, which is not around anymore. It used to be in the Third Ward, and if you walk the Riverwalk, there's a there's a plaque that you can actually mm. that you can see that commemorates this this restaurant, the Caradero Club. Um, and suppose the way the story goes is that the owner of Caradero Club combined two styles of pizza, which is really interesting when you think about it, because it, the two that they combine don't equal a thin crust pizza. But the story goes that it was the combination of this sort of Sicilian pizza called Sfinchuni, which is a thicker crust pizza, like a pan pizza almost. And then the Neapolitan style pizza, which is thicker and a little and chewier. And somehow they came came up with that thin crust pizza. I don't know how, but somehow. So based off your story, there's the, the, the Chicago people. There's this Chicago pizza guy that says basically Milwaukee stole it from Chicago. That's that's crap. I don't believe it. There's a whole, if you Google it, there's a story about it. And like, there's a debate. I mean, Chicago has their casserole, which they call a pizza. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, John Stewart kind of took him to task on their quote pizza, which is not a pizza. Like you put tomato sauce on top of a pizza. Like who, who does that? It's weird. I guess a bunch of bear, bunch of bears fans would do that. I guess. I don't know. Um, but then they all said, well, we also invented this type of pizza. Because I think they did that because they realized how much people really are, 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 are making fun of their other pizza. I think that's why. Because they were like, you know, they, Chicago has a chip on their shoulder. They, they call the second city. They don't like that nickname. So Chicago has a whole big chip on their shoulder. That could be. You know. You know. I mean, but it's an interesting debate. Yeah, there's this, apparently there's a Chicago pizza guy that's like the expert on pizza historian and stuff. And like he's. But he's a Chicago pizza guy. How are you an expert? Like you're you're subject you're 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 not being objective. But I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, you should like, you should look it up. I'm going to. Like, I'm going to hit him up and, sh- and share your story with them. This and let them know sham story that yeah. sh- that we stole it from Chicago. I don't believe it. I mean, it's more like a Chicago casserole guy because it's deep dish. So you're a Chicago casserole guy. So I don't yeah, know. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, actually not next up, but finally, uh, there's a um, new, not finally, we have two pop-ups, yeah. actually, to close out this week's episode of uh, This Bites. The first pop-up is happening at Amalinda. It's a uh, Middle East uh, restaurant pop-up happening at uh, Amalinda. Uh, the pop-up, the concept, is called Middle East Side. Get it? Yes. Uh, it's a new concept. Uh, which is uh, will focus on dishes inspired by Eastern Mediterranean countries, which includes Lebanon, Syria, Iraq, Palestine, and Jordan, which is normally called, called the Levant region. And it's a uh, response to the chef behind it is Chef John Chandler, who was the sous chef for Amalinda. Uh, so he's actually going to step down and work on this concept for this restaurant called Middle East Side. And the uh, pop-up series will begin on April 12th, 18th and the 25th um so and, and from there he plans to launch a lunch service at Amalinda beginning May 4th with carry out delivery available Tuesday through Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. according to on Milwaukee um he's going to be starting out with Lebanese street food but he's hoping to explore cuisines from Syria North Africa Persia and Iran 
the pop-up dates will be Monday, April 12th from 3 to 7, Sunday, April 18th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and Sunday, April 25th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Dishes will be available order online at amalinda.com. Uh, when we checked, they haven't had their menu up there, but I suggest you check when they pop up so we don't know what kind of dishes are going to be served, but uh, you can check it over at uh, amalinda.com. And finally, another pop-up happening at the Double Dutch Hotel, which is a really lovely, yeah. lovely hotel. This time, a pop-up is called Hot Knife is uh, popping up at um, Double Dutch. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hot Knife is... Uh, it's a hot knife. A, it's a hot knife. Hot knife. <laughs> uh, it's going to be kind of just like, kind of uh, takes on uh, types of American cuisine, regional, different regions of American cuisine. Um, so like inspired by kind of, uh, Southern cuisine, um, and the menu, uh, I got the menu here. So you're going to have miso deviled eggs. You can pick up chorizo pate, a berry crisp with a pepita oak crumbler with spices, ice cream, smoked trout, mushroom shawarma, shrimp Creole, or some of the items you can pick up at this pop-up and, uh, I'll pull up the dates here for you. Uh, the last, they, they had a couple of pop-ups with this one. This weekend's the final pop-up, which is going on now. And the last date is April 10th and it's from five to 10 PM is the final pop-up. So that would be tomorrow, Saturday. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to continue this, but yeah, they did an Easter brunch. And so tomorrow is the final for this pop-up, uh, a double Dutch called hot knife. We'll post links to that. Uh, so you can check it out. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, NPR, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. As always, Drake. As always. <laughs> Have a great weekend. You too.